It's with Stephen Howe and Graham Cove, sponsored by Backer Elkhuizen. Thank you. You can get off now. Come on, stop that. Stop the bed. And I left it right to the last minute today. You were cutting it fine, weren't you? I did. I did wonder whether you'd forgotten. I cut it fine, like good marmalade. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends. That depends how you have your marmalade. Do you prefer it with the thicker chunks, or or do you? You know, are you more of a sort of get all the chunks out? It's it's jelly for me. I don't mind. Or do you not like marmalade? I do actually. I do. It's something I don't have very often, but I do like it. So, yeah. And 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 yeah. Which one do you prefer? Thick, I think. Mm. I I totally go with the, the, the mm. thick. We've become um, marmalade connoisseurs in our house. Okay. Because. Yeah. Just because I I tell you what it was, my wife works in a dental practice, and there's a. Uh, a client, shall we say, who comes in, who's an award-winning marmalade maker. Okay. Right? And that's what started it, because he bought in some award-winning marmalade. And it was, it was, I think it was Seville oranges with whiskey. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, having had that, we then tried to get another marmalade from somewhere that was just as nice because that one was so good. I mean, it was so good. Mm. So that, that kind of started the, 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 the look around. Right. But so ever since then, you know, if we go to a farm shop or we go to a fair or whatever else that, and someone's got a homemade marmalade, you're there, the coats there. are all over it. Yeah. Interesting point to come in on. That's yeah. what I thought, Karen. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. We've got to start somewhere, haven't we? You get, you, every every conversation has to start somewhere. Nice to see you, Karen. You haven't you haven't uh, joined us for the show before, but um, yeah, it it, it can go anywhere, really. But yeah, it marmalade marmalade is absolutely fantastic, and we we have come across some absolutely superb marmalades. Um, one of the last ones that we bought, uh, Rattlers. Do you know, you know Rattlers, the cider people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they make a. They make if a... you go, yeah, if you go to their farm shop down in Cornwall, where you buy the buy the cider as well, they do. Um, they do cider marmalade. Now, I'm thinking here with Mrs. Coth being a dental nurse. If I'm doing her the right, no disservice with a job title. Does she see the impact of of the said condiment in her work? Does it have a? Is it something that causes a lot of problems? Um. People with rotten teeth cause yeah. Are they <laughs> rotted gum, by a excess lot gum, a, lot gum, a lot of gum disease. Well, here's the funny thing. I mean, I think the majority of the problems that she experiences are from people that just don't understand either dental hygiene or don't understand sugar in foods. Okay. 
and I say food, sugar in foods, stroke drinks. Right? Yes. One of the most common uh, ones is, <laughs> which she gets all the time, is that people go, well, but I don't understand it because I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking sugary drinks. Okay. And, and they'd be like, well, so you're drink, drinking water? No, no, I have, I have squash. Right. Okay. Uh, um, and that has sugar in it. No, it says on the bottle. No, it says on the bottle. No added sugar. Yeah. Natural yeah. sugars, of course. It, of course, it still has sugar in it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the the other one is, the other, and this is a bit of free dental advice for you out there. The other okay. one is that people think that it's to do with the quantity of food that you have. Okay. Right, but it's actually more to do quite often with the timing of when you eat the food. Mm. Right, so for example, if you're going to eat sweets, if you're going to have the Harry Bows, other sweets are available, mm. but they're my favourites. Uh, if you're going right. to, if, if you're going to, if you're going to have those, right, eat them when you're eating your lunch or when you're eating your tea. Yeah, don't I've eat heard them that in advice. Between, right, yeah, because otherwise, you're, you're getting a build up of you know, you're getting a build-up of attack on your teeth all throughout the day. Hmm. That's the problem. People go, oh, but he only had a few. Yeah, but he's had a few throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> and he hasn't brushed his teeth. There you go. Well, a little bit of a little bit of dental advice to start the, yeah. start the show today. So we've covered marmalade and dentistry in the first four and a half minutes of the show. Four and a half minutes. We're already in. Now, I want to ask you about because it's all over the news this morning and and you know surely um you will be impacted uh, by this as 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 it rolls out shall we say the new train station in london yes which I saw opened that this today yeah. yeah now this it, how will that impact you do you think in terms of do you think it's going to have an impact in terms of business yeah well, I mean, I was just reading a couple of things that there, there's a couple of areas of London. I think one of them was Abbey Wood, which isn't an area I, I know particularly well in South East London. But I think they were saying it's one of the poorest areas of South East London. But they were expecting to see a lot more business because they're sort of there's now greater accessibility to that part of London. So interesting, really. I mean, some of the things I read where it was saying it was going to half certain journeys because I don't think the whole thing's open at the moment. No. There's certain sections that are open. They were saying how it was going to half some of the journey. So does that potentially encourage people to go back to the office if their previous journey was, let's say, an hour, but going forward, it's only going to be 30 minutes. So it may help this, the drive from the uh, from Mr. Johnson, Mr. Sugar and Mr. Reese mogg to get people back to the office, because actually if it reducing commute time, it then becomes potentially a little bit more appealing. That, that of course, was not particularly appealing versus working from home with those longer journeys so will it actually get more people back into the office in london i think it's an interesting one to see yeah i developed. think that's one of the reasons why they've really been kind of making a big deal out of it today. yeah um, and why they've been pushing it because i do think it ties in with that whole conversation that we've had mm -hmm. about you know people not wanting to go back to the office surely if we get the um surely if we get the commutes better and we get the service better in terms of commutes then more people uh, oh think, yeah that's exactly where i thought you were going party gate yeah you, you thought i was going to bring up party gate 
I did. I, although we don't really generally cover some of the political stuff, do we really? Because we don't want to sort of no. uh, Although I did say the in the preamble of this when I put it on LinkedIn right. um, <laughs> that we might cover Partygate. Partygate! I, I, um, <laughs> yeah. I've got a view on that, but I'm not going to share it with everybody no. else. No. Just, just let's say, I love a good party. Mm. It's interesting, though, going back to this train thing again, you know, because it's not an area where I particularly live. So I only have a sort of a fleeting interest, but obviously more relevant with it coming live today. But they were saying how, you know, parts of it are four this years, is... four years over late. Yeah. And there's still part of it not going to be fully open till next year. I mean, that's some horrific. And I appreciate there's been COVID, but you can't tell me that was the sole reason for it being so late. No, it's, it's it doesn't really instill confidence, does it? Particularly, and I think the, I also saw this morning that they, didn't they clear one of the stations because a fire alarm went off quite soon. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I think uh, part of it was probably down to uh, money mm. and and running out of money at various stages of it. Um, I mean, COVID would have played a would have played a, a part, part in, a part in it, mm. you know, and and probably. I don't know. I don't know enough about these things. Somebody might do out there, but probably it just wasn't very well organised. I mean, no. like, like most things where, um, you know, major uh, um, construction and whatever's concerned. I'm not saying, look, if you're in the construction industry out there, not saying that, you know, there aren't jobs where it goes absolutely smoothly. But most of the time when I see a, a, a board somewhere where they say, oh, construction work happening or whatever the time that's put on the board <laughs> isn't the time that it actually no. completes no. other priorities it, took over yeah like parties. yeah <laughs> party priorities no actually another thing you were saying though Graham, about enticing people back not just the fact that it'll cut the commute in certain areas by half but also they were saying that the trains are fitted with improved ventilation and some sort of air conditioning so they were saying when it hits sort of you know for those two days a year we get 30 degree temperatures in the uk but i guess it happens quite frequently on the tube they're saying those carriages are going to be far better ventilated and better air conditioning so again is that something else that might entice people back that you know that sardine situation more spacious carriages better air better ventilation well, again I'd, that like could... to, I'd love to get my, my friend david in, involved in that conversation because it depends what the the, the condition the air conditioning is, mm. because one would like to think, given all of these nasty things that are flying around in the air still at the moment, you know, if it if it isn't COVID, it's that pox thing, you know. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That that looks that looks pretty horrendous, doesn't it? Um, but one would like to think, with all of those things still on the horizon, that you you might have thought about. Um, does it actually purify the air at the same time? Mm. You know, because if it doesn't, if it just blows it all around, it's fine <laughs> that it's the right temperature, but <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to be getting on it. You know, that's that's the thing, isn't it, with the the air conditioning thing? And I wonder whether I wonder whether to some extent offices have had that as well. I, well, in fact, I know that offices have had that as a as an issue. Um, the people have known that they've got an air conditioning system, but if it's if it's a relatively old air conditioning system, it won't have the the air purification part mm. in it. So effectively, whatever's going around in the office just gets shifted around the office until someone catches it. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, interesting. I found out uh, an interesting fact about that yesterday because I was researching it for a client uh, as well. Also found out that a lot of the older air conditioning systems um, are not very environmentally friendly either. Um, okay. So they need to have like smaller fans and and uh, um, be being more modern system in order to get the energy rating there. So I wonder how many offices have had a refit in terms of their. Uh, mm. They think, well, what's Richard saying? I think it's oh, crazy that JRM and others are hectoring people to get back to work. Yeah, I think we've been doing from home for the past two years, if not work. Coffee and cheese or something, isn't it? Isn't that what we've been doing? Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, output should output uh, in terms of work should measure whether it's, a you know, where you are is effective. I, it's There's a massive financial element to this, as we've said before. Yeah. Um, you know, infrastructure wise we you know certain people need people to get get on board get back to the office etc now we've got our first guest has oh, arrived okay. for today um there may be several it's just the way that it, we're going to roll with it today um so let's say hello to our first guest of the day i've just got to make enough room for everyone to get in because it's a bit yeah. cra- a bit crowded in here at the moment there lose the branding I'll, I'll, I'll say hello to m hello, hello. Nice How to see you. you. Yeah, well, I'm good. Uh, this is this is Stephen. This is M. M. Stephen. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Nice to meet you. Yeah, and you too. Well, uh, M. We were ju- we were just talking about the fact that the new um, train stations opened in London today, and that's really opened things up there for, uh, for you know, and some of the journeys are going to be a lot lot shorter. Um, does that does that make any difference to you? Absolutely not. So uh, my office is literally 10 foot away from my bedroom and uh, five foot away from the kitchen. So that's my commute every day. There you are. That was a lot of taxpayers money not not benefiting uh, you then. Now, Em, em talk to us. You, you're involved in uh, network marketing. Correct. I am. I've been in network marketing for um, several years and um, been very successful in network marketing. Absolutely. I love it. I love it as an opportunity for people to be able to make that choice, not to do the daily commute, to work from home, forge their own path and um, create the income that they want to and create and the income they deserve to create as well. Yeah, well, there you go. Right. What what are you, what are you finding LinkedIn doing for you at the moment then? Driving me crazy. (laughs) In all honesty, driving me crazy. I love LinkedIn. I love the inspiration that I get from um, like-minded people on LinkedIn. There's a lot of tips. There's a lot of um, success stories. And I do like the professionalism on LinkedIn as well. So for me, I find that very attractive in comparison to Twitter, um, where, you know, as a woman in business, it's very hard to stand out on Twitter without getting quite a bit of abuse. Mm. Mm. So now, it's um, nice you work, you work from home. Let's, let's come back to the main thing that we like to talk about here, which is ergonomics. Mm-hmm. Um, when you first started working from home, was that something you struggled with? Yes. <laughs> is it, is it still something you struggle with? Um, not so much. Um, so I've I've been slowly putting in things to make life a lot easier, a lot more comfortable, a lot better for me, um, and to help me be more productive as well. Where do you where did you get your advice from? Physiotherapists. Oh right. And that Good. was a huge one. Mm. 
um and google <laughs> the two the two famous places physiotherapist and google in, in terms of physiotherapist you mentioned physiotherapist did you actually have to go for treatment then were you were you experiencing some issues no i actually had a video conference with um a oh, lady right. on linkedin who was doing free kind of um you know, um, like introductory calls, sent her some pictures of my setup and said, well, you know, this is what I'm doing at the moment. Do you have any suggestions of alterations that I could make? Um, and, you know, I've got I've got the um, whole thing of being a lefty as well. Right. No, left. No, you're right. Yes. <laughs> so the, the world is not set up for no. left-handed people right to the point of my lovely little keyboard yeah it's on the wrong side uh, ah but there's an answer to ah. that there is an answer to that yeah there, there is, is an answer to that and then, do, do, am i am i spotting as well that you've actually got something on your wrist at the moment as well yeah what tell us what's going on there um, so um, on this hand, I have a horrendous ganglion, actually, um, that I've had for three years. And um, apparently they're not removed by the NHS anymore. No, you can um, do it yourself. It, it means that um, <laughs> I, I can't use this one very much at all. It's, it's getting a bit useless. So I, I go for weeks of immobilisation, gets a little bit better, can get my watch back on it, think, right, OK, that's it. It's gone down enough for me to put my watch on and um, I'll crack on again. And within, so I'm a TikTok user, and and I will say that I, I I know I know that TikTok is the cause of the continuation of of the problem because I sit there like that with my phone doing the whole fun thing uh, to the point I get I've got TikTok finger, <laughs> so I've got a nice little dent in my finger from TikTok finger. I've got a TikTok finger. Um, so yes, my my watch always goes on my right because I'm left-handed. So that comment was exactly right. Um, so so yeah, I also wear it back to front. There you go. Yes. Now what you actually described actually has a a, a conditional name, believe it or not, which it but it it kind of predates most of the the phones that we now use. It's called BlackBerry Thumb. BlackBerry Thumb. Yeah. And it's, it's my little finger. It's a, a form of tendonitis, which actually, uh, you, you know, you get from using your thumb yeah. too much and, and doing yeah, yeah. the old swipey swiping. But it's interesting you say about left-handed. Um, Stephen will tell you there are some answers for left-handed people. Yeah. So I don't know whether you can. Let's see, here we go. See if this works. So can you see my keyboard there, Em? Yeah. Anyone listening on Spotify at the moment, you that can't. was of no help to the Montero. So <laughs> that's what's called it. That's what's called a compact keyboard. So the number pads removed. But mm -hmm. what you then do is you get a separate number pad, which plugs in and you can either place it on the left or the right. So we we hear that comment a lot from people who are left handed. So rather than producing a a, a keyboard with a, an in, a built in number pad on the left, you have an integrated one that you can switch from side to side, but also remove depending on the task that you're doing. So that's one of the ways we can get around that is to is to have a standard keyboard, no number pad, and then you have the option of setting the number pad left or right, whatever works best for yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still in that camp of it should be an option when you when you buy your setups, when you buy your laptops, when you buy your computers, because we're, we're there's quite a few of us now when we're not that rare. We, we don't get abused at school or have our hands tied behind our backs anymore to say that, you know, unless you use your right hand, you're not accepted in society. 
And so like, especially in Generation Z and your millennials, the split is quite, I think it's supposed to be 30, 70 now. So mm. 30% of people are left-handed. Yet there's still no option in the commercial world to say, right, well, I'm left-handed. I would like a left-handed setup when I buy my desktop, when I buy my laptop, and not have to change, not have to pay that extra amount of money to get the adaptations put on there for you as well. So I've always been in the resistance camp of buying anything that's for left-handed, even down to left-handed rulers. Yeah. Well, here's where I'll come in and argue with you a little bit there, right? Because actually, I think what Stephen's talking about is actually a really good option for everybody. Yeah. And the, the reason I say that is because if you're left-handed or right-handed, from my perspective, you should learn to use both. And therefore, actually, the best option is, especially with things like a numeric keypad, you shouldn't have the keypad on one side or t'other of the keyboard. You should have it so that you can move it from one side to the other. Because... Yeah. If you use one hand, even if it's your, if it's your dominant hand, all of the time, you will wear it out. Yeah. So the great advantage of being able to move it from one side to the other is you can even do that. Even if it's for little bits of the day, even if you're slower, you'll be surprised over time you can get faster at using your non-dominant hand. I've okay. been to I've been to see people who are um you know in number inputters right mm -hmm. um and their sole job is like like that on the numbers and then they've developed such a an issue in the, in the one dominant hand that they have to stop using that hand so they're yeah. now having to learn to use the other hand give them a year they're as fast with their non-dominant hand as they are with their their dominant hand because they they they've learned to use it Right. So we're all capable of using both hands. It's just like everything else, because we don't practice with the other hand. We don't, we don't get it. So I, I, I think, you know, from my perspective, having a having an option to move is a really good idea. Um, they do do, though, um, Backer, who are sponsoring the show, do actually do left handed vertical mice. Yeah. There you go. So it's it's an option straight out the straight out of the uh, thing. Um Richard says, in terms of your ganglion, I think this is, try the Bible treatment. Um, I've I've tried that. Did you? You yes. whack it, don't you? You whack you it. I've even had my I, I have my own sports massage person who I go and see every week. He's he's evil. Um he's amazing, oh. but he, he's quite quite evil. Um <laughs> he makes me cry. And and even he's had a go at it, and it's just not budging i think it's so well established because it has been there for three years and it's, it's actually uh related to osteoarthritis so it's an arthritic an arthritic ganglion as well which kind of makes it a bit more complicated mm. but it is how i got rid of the one on this wrist but i did get told off at the hospital because i did break my wrist in the process oh my goodness was it a very big bible <laughs> um no i got so frustrated with it um to be honest with you i used the wall okay good alternative yeah. it wasn't it yeah. wasn't a bible it was a concordance um for yeah. anyone that knows what one of those is it sounds um, like a lot of <laughs> a, a concordance is um is like a, a guide to the bible it's got all of like you know all of the little references but they're generally bigger than a bible they're about okay this thick yeah, yeah the commentaries are the, are huge that yeah so it's, it's commentaries etc right we're going to play the quiz i'm glad you're yeah. here still em because uh get your smartphone you can try out your smartphone hand. 
um, and see how quick you are, right? What you're going to do is you're going to go to vvox.app on your phone. Anybody that's watching, you can do the same too. You could win yourself some ergonomic equipment, courtesy of back at Elkhyzen. Um, and then in a minute, we're going to give you uh, a little Cody to, to go to as well. Uh, and then and then we will go from there. So here we go. I'm going to present this. So if you go to vvox.app uh, in your browser and then where it asks for your ID, go and put 109-952-807. That number again is 109-952-807. Calls may be charged at standard rate. Ask phone owner's permission before you make the phone call. Um, 109-952-807. Okay. Uh, you should be able to put your name in there as well so we know who's uh, winning, losing, and everything else. I'm not sure if I want to put my name on here because I'm not sure if I want to admit to losing. Oh, we'll, just, we'll make up the name then. That's fine. <laughs> just so we know who's who's who. No, it's oh, fine. I'm getting the fear of pub quizzes now. Oh, it is, no, it's absolutely fine. This is nothing like a pub quiz. I, I can assure no. you that. Right. Um, so uh, we call this the Great Nearly Ergo Quiz. We do this every week. Um, it's to test Stephen's uh, ability to know the Back at Elkhyzen website. Uh, this week, the product that we'll be doing, asking some questions on, Stephen, is the safety screens. Okay. Um, it's of, of no advantage that I work for the organisation. Uh, because if I no find that the smallest facts in the smallest print that I would never ever know or even read or even be able to find. So it's it's absolutely zero advantage. In fact, it's probably an advantage not to know it. So absolutely. Also, um, just so you know as well, um, we call it the great nearly ergo quiz because sometimes <laughs> the questions have got absolutely nothing to do with ergonomics. So uh this is a question where you can actually draw on the screen anyone that's playing. Um okay. so which part of Elon is insured for the highest amount? Can anyone tell us which part of Elon is in short? Really? Just draw on the screen where you think. It's a good job it's not a full-length image, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, clearly, it's some <laughs> some part within this picture. Yeah. Uh, is this self-insured or insured by somebody else? Um, th this is self-insured, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there we are. There we go. <laughs> Got the free <laughs> I love whoever's gone for the bow tie. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the, well, it's the, the closest to the, you know, the full length image, I guess. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the correct answer is, oh, someone just about missing at the top. That Yeah, it's his oh. brain. It's his brain. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's what I was pointing to is his brain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you got more of a quiff than, than the brain. But there we go. Um, so, yeah. Elon's uh, brain is insured for a huge. So if if he loses it, does someone does he get a replacement brain under this? He gets a he gets a Tesla one. Okay, fully yeah. charged. Yeah. Is it self automated <laughs> and drives itself to where it needs to go? Or yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, the health and safety executive display screen equipment regulations can apply to workers who. Um, and there's been an update on this recently, so this now includes the up. Oh, Oh, I didn't mean oh. to do that. Uh, dear, oh, dear. Can I go back? Can I go back? Uh, let's go back. Let's see if I can. I got got carried away. 
trigger happy. Let's see if we can start again. I think we know the answer to the first one. Let's start again. Pre present. You just want the extra point, Stephen. Right. <laughs> okay. No, we'll have to leave that one. Okay. On the back of website, how can the safety screens be cleaned? That, is this how do we clean them at home or is it how we're actually supposed to clean this them? This is how you're actually supposed Post to clean, clean them. them. Yeah. Right. Great. So lifting your finger and getting the marks off isn't an option. Yeah. Can you disinfect with alcoholic disinfectant up to 85%, clean the product with steam, furniture polish, a damp sponge or with mist spray? I actually have a little... Graham, you need to change the screen. Oh, do I? The screen's a bit... I haven't got the questions displayed. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm looking to see what my premium cleaner's got in now. Oh, it's got no alcohol in it. <laughs> Here it the is. The suspense is killing me, Graham. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, disinfect with alcoholic disinfectant. Clean the product with steam, furniture polish, damp sponge, or mist spray. The correct answer is both of the top two. You can disinfect it with alcoholic disinfectant up to 85%, or you can clean the product with steam. There you are, because it's made from pet felt, and that's what you can clean it with. Yeah. Uh, what is the thickness of the PET G windows? Is it three millimeters, four millimeters, two millimeters, or one point five millimeters? In the spirit of the game, I'm going to go with something different. Okay. Oh, we got, we got four and the people answer in. to the question, which I completely cocked up, by the way, um, was the fact that the uh, HSE guidelines now include that you do need to do um, you do need to do audits of people that a work from home and b people who are hybrid. That's, they're both both included now. So if if people think that they don't have to do DSE audits if you work sometimes in the office and sometimes at home, wrong. you do now. You do That's now. That's December. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, fitness. Uh, we've got one more person to vote. Are you going to vote, or um, you're just going to float around in space? I think they're just going to float around in space. So let's close the poll. See, the correct answer was two millimeters for whoever got that right. What's the thickness of the pet-built panels? I have no idea. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably the correct answer. Um, <laughs> is it 8, 9, 10, 12 mil? Or do you have absolutely no idea? Three people in. Fourth person is just, you know, ordering the McDonald's Stalking on us. Just Eat. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, they're at the Mackey's drive-through ordering the big they, Mac they, and they, fries. They, they, they've just got they've got the wrong app. They're customising yeah. it. I just want to know how Just Eat managed to get Snoop Dogg to do that advert. It's brilliant. Um, close Money. poll. Correct answer. Yeah, it's the best thing since sliced bread, isn't it? Um, nine millimeters <laughs> is the correct answer there. No one got it. Nobody got it. Yeah. What is the range of the clamp for the screens? Depends which clamp. 0 to 25 millimetres, 0 to 30 millimetres, 0 to 35 millimetres, or Shed 7, who are an English rock band of the alternative variety. Um, 
so far we have two people with depends which clamp. There may be two correct answers here. Just say that. Maybe two correct answers. You may be able to give a second answer for a second point. So I would just say selected to two. Yeah, there you go. Depends which clamp, 0 to 25. Uh, you know what? That was so slow. I think they've been on Google. Yeah. Yeah, they, they went and asked Google. Yeah, I reckon they did. Uh, no cheating okay. in this game. Correct answer was uh, both those top two. Um, yeah, because there are two clamps available. There's the mm -hmm. standard clamp, which is 0 to 25, and then there's a larger clamp, which I believe is something like 12 to 43. Doing your research there, Graham. I saw it over What is the name of the new Harry Styles album? Is it Harry's Songs, Harry's Garden, Harry's House? I am the only one from One D who has made it. I've got all the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if it was me and I was Harry Styles, I'd be calling it. I am the only one from One D who has made it. <laughs> What a great name for an album that would be. True name as well. Of, come on then, Graham. Name the other members then. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> no. No, you won't. Or no, you can't. There's there's Niall and there's Louis. Surnames? Well, it's Louis Thompson, isn't it? Niall. Tomlinson, uh, isn't it? Tomlinson, is it? Yeah, Tomlinson. Tom, you know more than I do. There you yeah, go. <laughs> Well, why do you think I asked you the question? Because this is before, this is kind of after my heyday from one day. Oh, right. Yeah, there, but there was one, wasn't there? <laughs> there, was a, there was a one. Isn't day. it Horan? Isn't it? You know, I'm, I'm still with yeah, my faces Horan, in yeah. blur, you know. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Well, um, of course, all members of one day were not in Oasis. Uh, close the poll. <laughs> Someone gave up on that one. They, they just didn't want to. Take I think a lot of people did. Graham, it's to actually be Harry's house. Whoever got that right, well done. Uh, last question because um, we've collective hurt, sigh of relief. We've hurt people enough. Yeah. Uh, which of these is Graham's favourite diet snack? Um, <laughs> is it toffee crisp, lentil curls, pop chips, twiglets, rice cakes, or Spice Girls? As soon as I saw it, that was what I thought it was. Really? Mm. Yeah. And I shall close the poll by revealing the answer. The correct answer okay. is... Correct answer is Twiglets. Every single time. Absolutely. Shall we see who's you, won this week? You love Marmite, don't you? I love Marmite. Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a look at the leaderboard, see what, see who's done what. There is a clear leader today with four out of eight. Um, let's have a look at the full list. Uh, Stephen, well done. You've won. And we actually had uh, M, Emma Jarvis and Susan. Thanks for playing, all, of, all three of you. Uh, all in joint second. So, uh, M, I'm sure we need to sort you out, M, with something or other for coming second there today and, and playing on the screen as well. We need to sort that left-handed number pad issue out for you, I think. Yes. Ooh, thank you. M, connect, connect with me on LinkedIn and we'll um, we'll get that sorted for you. Definitely. Thank you very much. Look and I'm very proud to show it everybody as well. Look, look at that. Fantastic. So what's the rest of your day going to look like? 
Tim? Sorry, the rest of my day, I am with the Million Dollar Professional Ladies Lunch and Learn Club at one o'clock. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. That is a mouthful. Can we break that down into segments? Yes, the Million Dollar... The Million Dollar Professionals Professionals, Lunch and Learn Club. So it's actually, it's not the ladies one this week. It's the everybody's one. So it's men and women this week. Um, We're led by the wonderful Ghazala Jabeen, who is one of the most 100 successful women in the globe. And she does this training every week for free for everybody to come and join at one o'clock, which is absolutely amazing. You get so much value from it um and she's a she's a good friend of mine as well she's she's my coach <laughs> as you can probably tell she's the person who coaches me which is absolutely fabulous and I, i'm very proud to be part of of her little tribe so i'll be doing that and then it's a dreaded school run oh i know it's like laser quest but without the fun yeah <laughs> And then doing lunch, pat lunches and, and dinner and all that kind of stuff. And then rugby tackling children who don't want to go to bed to bed so that mummy can do her workshop tonight. So I'm leading a free workshop tonight as well, which is um, going to be cool. Yeah, thank you nice. very much for joining us today. Thanks, Just joining. before you leave us, Richard said he crushed his by mistake. This He's talking about his ganglion here, doing some <laughs> DIY. And whilst it was excruciating, it disappeared overnight. Oh. So, mm-hmm. so the trick here, apparently, if you do have a ganglion, is injure yourself. Yes. By accident, on purpose. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and you have to be cautious because if you start doing it a lot, I think people start to raise a few eyebrows to go, "M, why have you broken your wrist again?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's um, you know, cutting off your hand to spite you. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> 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 something like that. Um, thanks for joining us. I'll catch you around soon on uh, on LinkedIn and or other other platforms. But thanks for joining us today, and uh, have a rest, nice rest of the day. Bye for now. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Bye. Lovely. There we go. Yeah. Special guest of the day, M. So uh, if you if you want to find out about, more about what M does, do connect with her on LinkedIn, etc. She's a lefty. By that, I don't mean that she votes for um, the. Communist Labour. Party or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she just she uses her left hand dominantly. That was uh, interesting. That was interesting what she said. She seemed to think it was a 30-70 split. I'm not saying that wasn't true. I just that wasn't the number that would have instantly come to mind for me when I'd said if you'd said to me of the working population, what's left and what's right, I wouldn't have said that, would you? Did you that know? That sounds that? very high to me. Mm. I'd love to. Maybe, maybe you could get your guys to delve into the stats, mm. and maybe bring that back next, uh, you know, yeah, another yeah. week. Because I think that that to me sounds incredibly interesting. Mm. Um, is it as high as that, or are we just led to believe it's as high as that? Mm. Um, uh, of course, there's differences in the way that people with left hands think, uh, who are dominant left hand think. Yeah, as well, apparently, which yeah, of course is of course it's the case because. You know, uh, if you're driving a car and you're um, dominantly, uh, uh, you know, your dominant left hand, it's a bit of a pain when you go to a drive-through, etc. It's sort of reaching, reaching across yourself, reaching yeah. across yourself all the time. You can't just do that. You see, no. all all of those things that are, you know different. Thanks to uh, everyone else that played there today. Thanks, Susan, for joining in. Who, who put the uh, the thing up there? And yeah. thanks to um, the other Emma as well. 
who's uh, actually sitting watching this in the background. She's working up the courage to see whether she can come on another time. Yeah. We don't bite. We don't. We don't. I mean, it's it's, it's fairly it's fairly straightforward. Dicky boat. I do like that. Dicky boat. Oh, we've got another comment. <laughs> of course, lefties are geniuses. Yeah, that one. That, that's a well-known thing. It's it's funny whenever you you look at um, like anybody that's a, a, a supposed niche group on LinkedIn yeah. or, or on social media, you get these little posts out there, don't you? It's like if you're neurodivergent, you're a genius. If you're left-handed, you're a genius. You know, if you're a genius, you're a genius. <laughs> I just uh, we're all geniuses at yeah. our own genius thing that's that's what I I think so yeah so uh, if you've been out and about lately uh yeah because last week I did the show from Wakefield didn't I if I remember right it was, yeah. I was at one of our um partner shows uh, partners premises on Wednesday Friday I was out I was at the uh, the National Motorcycle Museum for an exhibition on wow. Friday, yeah, how so was that? that? Was good. Yeah, good. I mean, that was really busy. That, that it was a show that that goes on every year, but obviously, I hadn't seen it for probably two. I hadn't been invited before, and obviously, with COVID, that's not been on the last two years. But that was very, very busy. Um, so yeah, that was really good. Lots of people um, there. Lots of participation. Um, that's one of the big IT resellers we work with. So lots and lots of salespeople and account managers sort of interested in our in our products. And then tomorrow, heading down to Clerkenwell Design Week for a couple of days. So yes. yeah, anyone see what's anyone going on that's uh, eagle-eared, shall we say, because <clears throat> you know not everybody watches the show. A lot of people yep. listen to it as well. May have realised that I'm actually not where I was going to be this uh, no. today because I said that I was actually going to be in London at Clerkenwell. Um, it just didn't happen in the end. Um, it would have meant, it would have meant a, a 3 a.m. start for me. No. Which is just, you know, you've got to consider your health, haven't you? Yeah. That would, that would have been a, you know, you, you, do you know when you have those, those weeks where you, you have a day where you start at that sort of time, or whatever you run through the rest of the week but i think you you slow down yeah it, it knocks you out it knocks you out of your stride doesn't it really for the whole week especially if you maybe do that on a monday tuesday the rest of the week's just a bit of a a bit of a blur yeah i one time i actually used to do three days a week starting at three o'clock in the morning can you believe that and, wow. and traveling into central london Eagle-eared. How do you know eagles have good hearing? Well, um, because, uh, Richard, I talk to the pigeons and they know the eagles very well. The flying um, rats. Just, just just for Richard's benefit, there are no <laughs> pigeons outside at the moment. Because we the weather today has been unbelievably weird. Yeah. Has it been there? We yeah, started well, I... off bright sunshine this morning, then yeah. suddenly in the middle of the day, Hailstones, yeah, hailstones, right? Apparently imported from Brazil, um, and then bright sunshine has reappeared again. I'm just looking out the window because it's it has been, but I'm pretty sure it was throwing it down just as we started. But it's beautiful it's out there now. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I've got to yeah. go and get the going and get the washing out uh, shortly. That that's an important thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, you said. A motor, sh uh, some kind of motor show. 
No, it was at the National Motorcycle Museum. Oh, no, National Motorcycle it was at, Museum. That was the premises, which is right next to the um, uh, NEC in Birmingham, so Junction right. 6, M42, so no, not been no, there before. Interesting when you mention that, because that brought to mind, to me, um, where I went to have my last jab for COVID. Okay, yeah. right. Interestingly, around here, one of the main places to go and have your your jabs and, and actually I, I went there from a booster was Haynes Motor Museum. Okay. Have you I mean did you have similar um great venues for, for having a jab around where you were? Town hall. Yeah that was as good as it bit, got. That's, that's a bit yeah. boring. Isn't Box it? standard. Box standard town hall. Yeah. You see I thought that was really quite inventive mm. of whoever came up with that round here. Why not make a day out of having your jab have it somewhere where you can then get in mm -hmm. you know and also it i do say i think it did take their minds off uh, people's minds off you know what was about to happen on the way in because you got to sort of walk past some of the exhibits you know and obviously they had a really good cafe there as well i think the whole i think the whole idea is a really good idea i mean i just think maybe if everybody had thought of that they would have found that, you know, they would have got through people through to have their jabs so much quicker if it was, you know, there was some entertainment and whatever. Well, maybe on. for maybe for later in the year, Graham, when the inevitable boosters arrive, that they'll they'll be a bit more selective on where they, they do that from. Yeah. A duck kind of day. Not for pigeons or sharp eared eagles. It is very much a duck kind of day today, mm. etc. Um, so in your travels, have you just so I can know, have you seen any new ergonomics? Uh, or should I say new products that could make your, your workstation more ergonomic? <laughs> well, I tell you what, tell you what we should do then. As I'm at Clarkenwell the next two days, why don't I take some snaps on my uh yes walk round? And I'm sure like last some, time. Yeah, guests of the show as well. I'll get some photos and maybe we can run through some of them. So why don't I let you know what I spot over the next couple of days? Absolutely. In fact, if you get any little video, send that send that over on the old WhatsApp and we can actually yes. upload video onto here as well. So we could play out some little bits of video. Last yeah, year, as far as I remember, that the, one of the big themes was um, uh, biophilia. Yes. And if and you remember, it... did, do you remember I went, and saw, uh, I went to a showroom and they had like moss on the dividers live, between the desks? Live, live moss. moss. Yeah. Yeah, not Sterling Moss, live no, Moss. No, no. Is he not? Is he not live Moss? He's not anymore. No, no. Okay, yeah. yeah. But the live Moss growing on the growing on the tops of screens. No, I, I, yeah, actually, on the whole body of it, the whole yeah. body was sort of was Moss. So yeah, I'll I'll let you. Know, there's bound to be some uh, some weird and wonderful things. I'll I'll report back next week. I is wasn't it Monday, really I think, sure show, about that. To be honest, mm. I, I you know it's an interesting idea, but. Don't know whether you can really bring the outside indoors. I mean, potted plants and stuff like that. Yeah, you can to some extent, but mm. you know, it, is it is it really? Does that really help? You know, bringing that in, or shouldn't? And I said that at the time. Shouldn't we just encourage people to use outdoor spaces a bit more? You know. It, it'll be interesting to see. I think the fact we haven't really heard much more of that concept suggests it wasn't really an, uh, a winner. Didn't really, but... didn't, it wasn't a runner. 
No, but you never know. You know let's see what there is tomorrow. So no, I'm, I'm heading down there. We'll go and see um, a couple of the showrooms. I think we're going to have to see um, uh, our friends at Flock. Head over to Orange Box. A few of the uh, the other CT manufacturers have a nose round, and then a few of the a few of the sort of the the big wigs in the in the ergo uh, community will be down there. I think I'm meeting up with Mark Rigby from Online Ergonomics um, and Ridley from Healthy Workstation. So uh, Michael George from Buronomics. So quite a few of the guys looking to to meet up with and just catch up with down there for a couple of days. Very good. I I, I feel that the probable um, a, a lot of the new products that will be coming out will be around hybrid work. Yes, I think so. However bad a name that is, um, mm. but I do feel that that might be the sort of centre of the attention. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, what what do you think people actually need that isn't there at the moment? I I think that maybe if you're if you're working part in the office, part in you know different places, do do you need a better way of combining your ergonomics with storage of material or you know? carrying carrying the rest of your work around at the same time yeah i mean one of the things that, that we've sort of spoken about is when we've got involved with some corporate customers um is the fact that their potential their hot desking areas are going to be quite clear desk policy going forward so when someone will turn up previously there may be something there now there's absolutely nothing there so i think one of the things that we've sort of heard heard about is how can people sort of find that really nice setup at home and then replicate it in the office or the coffee shop wherever it would be um so for us as a business that's that's great to hear that because obviously our accessories are very adjustable and quite lightweight and allow people to sort of mirror the setup they've got at home across multiple locations so uh, yeah i think that's where it's of interest to us is to understand what what are people what are people getting in the office when they're in the office for these two two or three days? What what are they being provided with? Are they getting something? Are they getting nothing? How does that match? Are they mm. being expected to bring things in? You know, what, what's the expectation? So again, this could be something that comes out over the next few days as to this is the sort of thing that people are now providing. Do you think uh, a lot of the um, ergonomics uh, manufacturers will start talking a lot more to people that are doing co-working spaces? Because I, I just I just think, you know, is it a case that actually people will want to end up traveling light? Mm. You know, it's literally the bag, the laptop, etc. Yeah. But, you know, when they get to, you know, we work or whatever, uh, you know, a co-working space or a coffee shop or whatever, that they will want the ergonomic accessories available for them to, to set up and maybe even you know uh you know adjustable lighting or, or all of those things you know maybe maybe that community will start to to buy more in order to add value to get the client in yeah yeah i think we did we not touch on this last week i think and and I, or maybe the week before but that's one of the other things is that it's for all these co-working locations and you mentioned we work and all those sort of things I think there will be a demand for them to provide something. Now, at the moment, yeah. my my experience of those locations is they'll provide nothing. So again, that that I do see as an as a as an area of opportunity is to provide, and maybe we'll draw people in. Is is that when you come in, you yeah. can look to maybe hire some kit or borrow or whatever process you would put in place. So that's again, if they don't offer that, 
and they just expectation is people get nothing all that good work people are doing with the home setup and you know the risers and the stands and all that sort of then you sort of get knocked all the progress is knocked back isn't it if you then go yeah. back to those old traditional ways of working so yeah i do think that is an area of of, of opportunity is those large orga, those large co-working spaces providing something to support people it actually it actually lends itself to two things one mm. is that maybe those how people sell to those spaces might change yeah because maybe um maybe you know companies might do a, a, a sort of rental package to to a space like that and say mm. we'll provide you with the chairs the equipment everything else and, and what we'll do is every year we'll come back in and we'll replenish it yeah and we'll take out all of the old stuff and put in a whole load of new stuff and literally you'll you'll pay x amount a month yeah to to do that and you just pass that on to the to the clients that are coming in but you know because you want to keep it fresh etc um alternatively some of those places might actually become dealers possibly dealers but they may do because you know Mm. what you know if someone comes in and they see you know a particular laptop stand or something that's Mm. being used in in one of those places they might go well where do i get it it makes obvious sense for them to go well actually i can sell you one of those Mm. here's almost a bit like a bit of a yeah almost like a vending machine type thing you know what i mean on a you know obviously not as they're not like a confectionery one but the fact of actually you know i want one of those one of those and one of those i've used it and you know well no when when they come round to the table and they go oh do you want do you want a drink oh you go yeah i'll have a latte and a laptop stand please yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you want milk with that yeah does the laptop lap stand need milk yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean it's just that could happen Absolutely. Know, so, so it really could uh, it really could impact the way that because if you uh, think you know whenever you, you know you've got you go into a coffee shop to do some work again there's thousands and thousands of people at any moment in time sitting and working in a costa or a starbucks or a whatever you know whether other brands are available but again they could get into that that field as well as these sort of larger regis you know we work co-working spaces what about the coffee shops what about them providing something to help people to encourage that good posture and uh, and good healthy and productive positioning you know all of your main dealers are now rushing out to all of the coffee shops to, yeah. to try and get in there first <laughs> good <laughs> oh i heard it on wow ergonomics it's going to go down yeah yeah so yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna find the head of starbucks and sell them millions good. of kit. i hope they do excellent great, great idea you know um if you uh if you heard that here first you know where the commission is. No, I don't, I'm joking. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but thank you anyway uh, to everyone that's uh, watched today. Thanks for all of the input. Thanks to um, our guest today, M, for coming on and being yep. such a good sport, um, telling us about her left hand. That's always interesting to hear. Um, next week, it's going to be at a different time again uh, because um, I'm off Someone's on going on holiday yay absolutely it's him over there no it's it's, <laughs> it's him over, over that way yeah, yeah, yeah the one in the other room yeah. um, oh we've got a pigeon back um so uh, uh next week we'll be live on monday yeah time live to be confirmed monday. but monday monday yeah. morning i think we said i think it'd be Mon- early than, monday early morning, than probably usual. about 11 o'clock something like that yeah something like uh that, yeah. next next week but do tune in uh of course if you want to catch up 
with all of the wonderful episodes that have been before, uh, go to www.wowergonomics.com. Uh, it's a, a fantastic thing. Uh, right there, you can you can link to Spotify. Subscribe to it, please, people, because the more subscribers, the better. Then we go up in the ranks. Uh, whilst you're out and about, by the way, do, do, do mention that to people, because if they can subscribe to it on Spotify and we go up in the ranks, that'd be good. We we would love it if we became the most popular ergonomics podcast on Spotify. OK, that would be where, great. Where are we at the moment? Where do we rank at the moment? I don't know. I'll go and check. I'll yeah. go and check and, and I'll tell you on Monday exactly where we are in the rankings. But I do know that, you know, I can see. <clears throat> the amount of people tuning in each week is going up week on week at the moment. So it'd be great if we got there. It'd just be brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Top of the rankings. If you typed in ergonomic, there it is. Well, ergonomics across the top. Brilliant. Until next week, have a great time. Uh, look yeah. after yourselves. Uh, remember, do not use a laptop without accessories. It's really bad for your health. Um, and then we'll see you on Monday. Bye see for now. Monday. Take care. Bye.